0: My name is Cynthia McIntosh and I welcome you to Niggas of Truth Broadcast. Today I want to share a word with you and it is simply this. We are free from indwelling sin. I share this message to let you know that we are not bound to the lust of our flesh. Because that's what I'm talking about when I talk about indwelling sin. I'm talking about sin, uh, behaviors outside of the will, and the laws of God because we are descendants of Adam. You see, as long as we're born in this flesh, we're born with the consequences of the sin of Adam when he disobeyed God's will to not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He made a decision to disobey God and his nature changed. The nature of man changed to a point where we began to grow old. We began to suffer the consequences of sin, which is death. You see, the ultimate of goal of any sin in our life is to destroy us, not to give us life. And that's why Christ came to give us life and that more abundant. Christ came to undo the damage done in our life by the sin of Adam. Because of Adam, we're doomed to die and suffer the consequences of sin. But because of Christ, Christ came that we should not perish but have everlasting life. You see, because of Adam, man was doomed to live a life of imperfection for eternity. And what God did, he stopped Adam and Eve from eating of the tree of life. You see, the the food in the tree. Garden of Eden that gave Adam and Eve the ability to live forever was the tree of life. He put angels around it to keep them from eating of that tree. And the great news is when we get to the new heaven and the new earth, we'll again be eating again of that tree of life. There'll also be a tree with leaves that will heal us and keep us whole. Oh yes, beloveds. our goal as Christians is to get back to Eden, (laughs) is to get back to where we started, but we're going to start over again with new life through Christ. So my message today is that we're free from indwelling sin. We're free from being in bondage to sin. And we're free because we have been made the righteousness of God. The reason why I'm no longer I no longer have to suffer the consequences of being a descendant of Adam. It's because now I have been born again through Christ Jesus. Jesus has paid the price for my new start in life, for my new beginning, for that new creature that's now inside of us. Second Corinthians 5:17 says, "If any man be in Christ." He is a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. And what becomes new in our life when we become a Christian is our spirit. Before we are Christians, before we accept Christ as our Savior, we are dead spiritually. We have no life. Before we give our lives to the Lord, we're living a life we cannot defend. We're doomed to die eternally and I will share this even more to let you know if you are listening and you're not a Christian you are doomed to die eternally when you leave this life you will die and go to hell you will not go to be with Jesus you will be in the end put in a lake of fire and brimstone to suffer eternally And I love sharing this thought today because people feel like Jesus was just another great prophet with a great message. But no, Jesus is a great prophet with the only message to true life. Without Christ, there is no hope. beloveds. we are living a life we cannot defend. We cannot live this life without having Christ to help us escape the consequences of sin. The wage of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. And because we have that eternal life inside of us, in this new spirit that has been born again, we are free from indwelling sin. We are not debtors to our flesh, to live after the flesh. I am not my addictions, I am not the things that are out of control in my life. I'm not a thief, I'm not a liar. I'm not a homosexual. I do not desire to be with the same sex sexually. I do not have to molest my child. I do not have to sleep with my neighbor's wife. I do not have to live after the lust of my flesh. And because of our nature being corrupt, there is a desire to live outside of the will of God. But, beloveds, we are free. We are free as Christians. We can expect change. I want us... To not to give in to desires that seem to at points in our life to overwhelm us. where all you think about is perverted living. But you can live a life of newness in Christ. Let me give you a scripture today to support what I'm saying. Let's go to Romans 5.21. He says, for he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin. And this is Jesus who was made sin for us. That we might be made the righteousness of God in him. The scripture in Romans five twenty one is saying God took our sin, put it on Jesus. Jesus then paid the penalty for that sin on the cross of Calvary. He died that we might live. Which means I do not have to die because of my sin. Jesus died for me. What's left after I accept Christ, accept His sacrifice? My goal in life is to live. We can live and not die due to the addictions in our life. Let me share more for you, with you, on this thought. Romans five seventeen it says, If by one man's offense death reigneth through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through Christ Jesus. The scripture says more about what Adam's offense did. Because of Adam's sin, death has reigned in our life. But because of Christ, we can receive grace, which is the favor of God and the gift of righteousness. And because of grace, which is connected to the gift of righteousness, where we're made right with God, we're giving a fresh start. We're perfect. We're powerful. We're strong. We're whole. We will reign in life. Now, let me share with you what, that term reign means in this text. for In the New Testament scriptures the term reign emphasizes the power of sin. It emphasizes the power of death but it also emphasizes the power of grace. For you see sin's goal is to maintain and regain its hold on us and its power is reinforced by the lust of our body. Now death is the outcome of sin in our bodies. But the great news is grace is the restoring spiritual power that conquers the influence of sin in our life. You see, grace strives to dethrone sin. Grace's goal is to establish itself as our only dominating power and force. Beloved, it's such a great message today. Because of grace and because of the gift of righteousness, we are free from indwelling sin. We don't have to live a miserable life of addiction to narcotics. We do not have to live a life of of sexual perversion where there are people who not only having sex with the same sex, but sex with animals and sex with two or three people at the same time. Oh yes, beloved, our nation has become taken on the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah, where money has overtaken our culture, where we'll pay for anything, and, and we'll take it for free if we can. The culture has become a godless society. But Christ came to make us a righteous community. And beloved, the great news is one day is Jesus is going to come back and take over this world again. But know this, as a Christian, God has come not to allow you to stay the same, but to change you. He has come to start that great life of freedom from indwelling sin. Now, I want to start reading here in Romans 8 and share more about that great life of freedom from indwelling sin, which starts the moment you give your life to the Lord and continues into eternity. Romans 8, chapter 1, and I'll, I'll read here. It says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and from the law of death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. On the account of sin, Jesus condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But listen to this. It says, But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Beloved, I'm going to stop reading there. But again, the great news is that we are free from indwelling sin. You are not who your flesh says you are. You are who God says you are. And what you are. Is a spiritual being. Living in a natural body. Your lust in your flesh. No longer identify you. But your faith in Christ. Identifies you as a new creature. Set free to walk in the spirit. To walk in the plan of God for your life. To be a person of righteousness, perfection, and power. Beloveds, this is yours. Hold on to it. I've got to go, beloveds. God bless you. And I hope to share again with you next week.